Welcome to episode 45 of the Deeper Christian Podcast. This is the podcast to help you study God's Word, know Jesus intimately, and discover how you can build your life around Jesus Christ. I'm Nathan Johnson, and in today's special Thanksgiving episode, I want to discuss the joy of Thanksgiving and give you three ideas of how you can live a life of thanks. Let's dive in. For us in America, this week celebrates Thanksgiving. It's a holiday often marked by family traditions, overeating, and the sweet aromas of my favorite pumpkin and spice. Now, while the history of Thanksgiving could be in an episode entirely of its own, I want to discuss Thanksgiving from a biblical perspective and give you three ideas on how to develop a life of Thanksgiving. Now, you realize that the Bible is full of references to this idea of Thanksgiving or to give thanks. Now, one Bible dictionary defined Thanksgiving as this. He said, it's the act of offering thanks or being thankful. It's usually to God, often connected to provision, deliverance, or God's character. It's commonly associated in scripture with meals, prayer, and worship. So in short, biblically is this idea that that Thanksgiving or to give thanks is act or it it is an expression of being thankful usually to God. Well, (laughs) that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Well, in the Old Testament, the concept of thanksgiving is closely tied to the verb to bless. And interestingly, the Hebrew word for thanks is derived from the verb to praise or to confess. In other words, in the Old Testament, this idea of thanksgiving means to bless or to praise or to declare something. Now, in the New Testament, The Greek word often translated for Thanksgiving is the Greek word eucharistio. Now, you may recognize that in that Greek word eucharistio is an English word or a word that sometimes that we used, uh, which is a word eucharist, which is commonly understood as the Lord's Supper. So think about this. Here's Jesus. He gathers the disciples in the upper room and he washes their feet and then he takes the bread and he breaks it. He gives thanks. He, He passes the bread around. He says, this is my body. And then he takes the cup and after he gives thanks, he passes that around and says, this is my blood shed for you. And we call that whole event the Eucharist. So down at your church, if you, if you gather together and you, you celebrate communion together, really the whole, the whole function of that thing is the Eucharist. It's, it's the act of giving thanks. Well, well, why, why do we call it the Eucharist? Why, why does that word come from the word Thanksgiving? Well, you realize that in this process or in the the act of communion, we're we're gathering together as a body and we're focusing upon Jesus Christ and his phenomenal work upon the cross. And we are declaring that not only is he worthy and is he good, but the very act of communion is one of thanks. It's this declaration of Jesus. We, We praise you and we thank you for offering your body and your blood on our behalf. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sin. Thank you that I don't have to live the same way that I've always lived. Thank you that I can walk in freedom and triumph. And it's an act of thanksgiving. Well, that idea of thanks or thanksgiving is is all throughout scripture. In fact, I found well over a hundred references in, in the Bible to this idea of to give thanks. But I just want to read a few of these to you because I just think they're so phenomenal. Uh, Psalm 26, 7 declares, that I may proclaim with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of your wondrous works. Can I ask you, Have you? do you do that? 
Did you look at God and his marvelous works and all he has done on your behalf? And do you proclaim with a voice of thanksgiving? Psalm 50, verse 14, David writes, he says, I I offer to God thanksgiving. In Psalm 69, verse 30, it says, I will praise the name of God with a song and I will magnify him with thanksgiving. Psalm 75, 1 says, we give thanks to you, O God. We give thanks for your wondrous works. Declare that your name is near. Psalm 92, verse 1 and 2 says, It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night. Do you realize that it is good to give thanks to the Lord, to to exalt and and to magnify his name. Why? Well, because he is full of loving kindness and faithfulness. He is everything, as, as Peter says, everything you need for life and godliness is found in Jesus Christ. So shouldn't that just explode out of your life in thanksgiving? Psalm 95, verse 2 and 3 says, Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully to him with psalms. For the Lord is the great God and the great King above all gods. Psalm 100 actually is called a psalm of thanksgiving. And let me just read Psalm 100 to you. Psalm 100 starts by saying, Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and into into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. Wow, I love that. Psalm 107 verse 22 cries out, Let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare his works with rejoicing. Psalm 118 verse 1 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His mercy endures forever. Is that an expression of your own personal life? Does, does the, do, do those Psalms just declare your position in relationship to thanksgiving to God? Do you continually give thanks to him? Do you wake up in the morning and just the first thing out of your mouth is, whoa, Jesus, we love you. Wow, we just thank you for all you've done and thank you for giving me another day. Or is it more commonly like the, you know, you hit the snooze button, it's like, ah, it's morning again. See, why why wouldn't we just wake up with, with joy and, and thanksgiving abounding in our lives? I, I love the book of Colossians. I, I've been studying it recently and just have truly come to fall in love with it. But Colossians chapter 3, verse 17 Paul writes, and whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. In other words, what he's saying is everything in your life, whether it be word, action, or deed, everything is to be done in the name of the Lord Jesus. And out of that is to flow this continual thanksgiving to God. Wow, what if our lives looked like that? 1 Thessalonians Chapter 5, verse 16 through 18, Paul commands us by saying this, 
Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. That word give thanks, it's, it's, it's an imperative, which means it's a command. Paul is commanding us to give thanks. But what's interesting is, is I don't think this is so much a thumb on our back. And in other words, someone puts a gun to your head and says, hey, I command you, do this. I don't think that's what Paul's doing here. Because the reality is, is if you are rejoicing always, if you're continually praying without ceasing in this, in this intimate, this abiding relationship with Jesus Christ, the natural outflow of that is thanksgiving. Which brings me back to this idea in Ephesians chapter 5. As I was studying Ephesians chapter 5, it was interesting that that at the very beginning section, Paul is talking about the, the, uh, the lifestyle of a Christian. And he says that there are two kingdoms. There's the kingdom of love, which is all about Jesus, and there's the kingdom of lust, uh, which is all about the world and the flesh and sin. And he says that there is a manner of talking in the kingdom, that, that whichever kingdom you're in, there's going to be an expression of words coming out of your life. And Paul says in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 4, that neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor jesting, uh, which are not fitting. In other words, he's talking about the kingdom of darkness. And he says, hey, do you know what the, you know what the language, the expression, the vocabulary of the kingdom of darkness is? Well, it's filthiness, foolish talking, and coarse jesting, which are not fitting for you. Why? Because you are in the kingdom of his dear son. And you are the, you are in the kingdom of the light. You are in the kingdom of love. Well, well, what's the vocabulary? What's the language of being in the kingdom of God? Oh, he tells you rather give thanks. Do you recognize that the language that comes out of our life as a Christian is to be that of thanksgiving? And here in first Thessalonians, he's given you a command, give thanks. And here in Ephesians chapter five, he says, in fact, that's just the natural vocabulary. That's just the natural expression. That's just the normal language of a Christian is that of thanksgiving. In Colossians chapter one, verse 12, Paul makes this statement. He says, give thanks to the father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. That we are to express thanksgiving to the Father. Why? Because he has really enabled us. He has qualified us to partake in the inheritance with, with all the other holy saints in the light, which is the whole kingdom idea. In fact, he continues on and says in verse 13, he says, For God has delivered us from the power of darkness, and he has conveyed us, he has transferred us into the kingdom of the Son of his love in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. Did you realize that, that God has really reached into your darkness? He's reached into your deadness while you were yet a sinner, while you were shaking your fist in God's face. God loved you and he reached in and he has delivered you from the power of darkness and has really transferred you into the kingdom of his dear son. It's the kingdom of light. It's the kingdom of love. So no wonder, Paul says in verse 12 of Colossians chapter 1, that we are to give thanks to the Father. Why? Because he has enabled us to partake in this inheritance of the light. He has transferred us in the kingdom of his Son. Wow, the expression of that should be thanksgiving. Now, think about this. 
Do you realize that when we truly see God as he is, when we truly behold him and when we when we grapple and fully understand with all that he has done and accomplished in our lives, we can't help but give thanks. See, when you realize the, the twistedness of your life, when you recognize the, the perverseness of how you have lived, when you recognize just the, the icky darkness that has polluted your soul for year after year after year, and then you recognize that God reached into the midst of that and has tra- changed you and transformed you and forgiven you and he's, he's freed you and Wow, he enables you to walk in victory and triumph. When you grab a hold of that reality, the only proper expression is thanksgiving. See, if I truly understood what God did in my life, if I truly came to grips with the fact that I was to spend eternity in hell, and yet God in his overwhelming love reached into my life and and transformed me and has forgiven me by his work upon the cross, wow, how could I live bitter to the people around me? How, how could I hold unforgiveness to the people around me? How, how could I live in depression? How, how, how could I just, wouldn't I just walk around going, wow, 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 God, you are so good. God, you are so amazing. God, I just, I proclaim your wondrous works with a voice of thanksgiving. Oh, God, I, I give thanks to you. And for all the wondrous works, I declare that you are good. Wow, I am singing praises to your name, that I'm going to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every evening. See, wouldn't just thanksgiving flow from your life? Yes, <laughs> that's exactly what Paul's saying. Wow, don't you want that kind of a life? Don't, don't you want the kind of life that's just constantly just seeing Jesus in, in awe and, and what flows out of your life is gratitude and thankfulness and, wow, I, I want that for myself. Oh, and I want that for you. Well, really quick, here, let me give you three ways for how you can live a life of thankfulness. These are just, and these are not the only ways, obviously, but but here are just three simple ideas that if you want to grow in this idea of how to give thanks, if you want to grow as grow in this expression of gratitude and thankfulness, let me give you three ideas. Number one, turn upward. In other words, spend time daily praising and thanking God for who he is, what he has done, and what he means in your life. Open up scripture and praise scripture to him. Open up the Psalms and and read the Psalms in, in a breath of thanksgiving. Wow, I, I sing your praises, O Lord. Open up Psalm 100 and, and make Psalm 100, the Psalm of Thanksgiving, your declaration for the day. That when it says, make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Well, either shout or or just merely declare, God, I am I am joyfully declaring to you and to all the land that I am serving you with gladness, that I am coming before you and your presence with singing. So so turn scripture and make it this, this attitude, this declaration of thanksgiving and praise. Number two, turn outward. In other words, be purposeful to find ways to thank and to bless others, even for the small things. Uh, the, the ministry that I work with, we often talk about this idea of doing the silent things. In other words, it's it's the things that most people find encouraging but rarely ever get. In other words, why don't you take a few moments and, and hand write a note and then hand it to somebody? 
You don't even have to sign it. But just but offer gratitude and thankfulness and and hey, I, I noticed that you did this the other day and wow, I'm just so encouraged. And you, you know, you know, when you did this, that just really blessed me. And your life, when I look at your life, it is such an encouragement of just of what what a Christian life is to look like. Can I just say I'm just cheering you on and praying for you? So write encouraging notes, give verbal affirmation and encouragement and gratitude to the people around you. So number one, turn upward. Make sure you're constantly daily praising and thanking God. Number two, turn outward. Find purposeful ways to bless and thank others. And number three, turn inward. Now, I don't actually like that language, but it works really well in the in the series here. Turn upward, turn outward, turn in, inward. Now, the reason I don't like the language is I don't want to be inward focused. But what I mean by this and this idea of, of how to live this life of thankfulness is that if you were to turn inward and just reflect and ponder why why am I thankful? Why am I why am I grateful today? In fact, back a couple of podcasts ago in episode number 43, I talked about this idea of journaling. And one of the things that I do on a regular basis is that at the end of every day and at the end of every week, I'm recording at least three ways that I'm grateful or, or three reasons why I am thankful for that day. So what it does is it is it causes me to to really be purposeful in looking at my life and looking at the day and looking at the week and saying, wow, what, what has taken place and, and who am I thankful for and, and what has God done in my life that I can praise and thank him for? And what if you would develop a habit like that? And I've noticed that the more times that I'm purposely thinking about being grateful and, and thankful, that it, it just changes your outlook on the day. It just changes your perspective. So again, three quick ways to, to express or to live a life of thankfulness. Number one, turn upward. Spend time praising and thanking God daily. Number two, turn outward. Find purposeful ways to to encourage and bless and thank others. And three, turn inward. In other words, reflect and ponder and really write down ways and reasons why you are grateful and thankful today. My desire is that you don't merely celebrate Thanksgiving as a a once-a-year holiday. But rather, what would it look like if your entire life Every single day was an expression of thanksgiving. What if, as someone thought about you in their mind, the first words that would come into their mind was, wow, they are just, they are full of thanksgiving. Wow, they are so full of joy. They are so full of gratitude, and they are an encouragement to everyone around them. Well, let me give you one other suggestion on how you can express your thanks. If you've enjoyed or found value in this podcast at all, would you be willing to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, which is formerly known as iTunes? See, Apple uses these ratings and reviews to determine what they recommend to other people. And personally, I would love for you to write a short review and tell me one way that this podcast has helped you build your life around Jesus Christ. Now, I mentioned this before, but for those who leave a comment through the month of November of 2017, and as of this recording, which means you only have a couple more days, I'm going to give away five special thank you gifts made up of three of my favorite books. And all you have to do is leave a rating and review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and you'll be entered to win one of these five gift sets. Now, if you've already left a comment, thank you so much for doing so, and just know you're already entered. But for those who would like a direct link to leave a rating and review, you can do so by going to deeperchristian.com forward slash iTunes. And as a reminder, for show notes of this episode, please visit deeperchristian.com forward slash 45 for episode number 45. 
Well, let me leave you with one last scripture passage. In 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 7 through 12, David is declaring thanksgiving to God. And he says this, Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing psalms to him. Talk of all his wondrous works. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those rejoice who seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face evermore. Remember his marvelous works which he has done, his wonders and his judgments of his mouth. Let that be a reminder as we come into this holiday season that our thanksgiving is not merely for food or for family. And yes, it's amazing that God has provided those. But our true thanksgiving is in God himself. Well, until next time, know I am thankful for you and I am cheering you on as you build your life around Jesus Christ.